Hey, it's Rob and welcome to Success Unlocked, helping you to build a happier, more confident, fulfilled, motivated and truly successful life, whatever it is that success means to you. Today, I'm joined by Will Baldry with an incredibly diverse background, ranging from being a prize-winning DJ and international live artist and music producer, also performing a critically acclaimed hypnosis and mind-reading act, which of course I love, and eventually founding his personal development brand Courageous all the way back in 2015, where he helps other creative professionals to flourish, be productive and stay well. Now, I've watched Will work and grow Courageous over the last few years that I've been lucky enough to know him. And I love everything he does, everything he says, everything he stands for. I saw him speak at a couple of events and give online presentations and literally just hang from every word that this man says. Now, just before we get onto that and speak to Will, I've got something really special that I would love to give you for free as listeners of the podcast. I'm a big believer that the stories we tell ourselves and the beliefs that we hold, the thoughts that we think about the things that we are good at or aren't good at, or the things that we can do or that we believe we can't do, or the things that we should do or we don't think we should do at all. I I really believe they're a big key to either propel our lives forward or hold us back. And quite often, these are really negative beliefs that stand in our way of achieving any of the things that we want to do. So it's really important we get rid of those negative beliefs. That's why I've put together a free worksheet to help you do exactly that little activity that you can work through on your own and I'd love you to download it totally free. Just head over to successunlocked.com forward slash resources and you'll be able to grab that and some other cool free stuff from my little toolbox of stuff there as well. You can get started with it in the next few minutes. Big shout out to uh, somebody on the uh, Apple Podcast Network, his username is just Pudney, P-U-D-N-I, who said, I was surfing the podcast space this morning looking for something worthwhile, an investment of time in the genre, that's a good word, of personal growth, and was overjoyed to discover Rob Temple's podcast, Success Unlocked. The show's handling of the immense importance of discovering and developing personal confidence is succinct yet effective. This 20-ish minute gem is most worthy of your focus. Kind words indeed. If you haven't already, do take a moment to leave us a little review on the podcast networks and you too can have a name check in a future episode and it really helps us to spread the word and get more people finding the show. So without further ado, let's start. This is Success Unlocked, where we uncover what it really takes to become the happiest, most confident, motivated, and truly fulfilled version of yourself, with advice and inspiration to create your own extraordinary life. Whatever success means to you, it's waiting just around the corner. Yes, we are here every single week sharing tips, advice, ideas and inspiration to help regular people just like me and you to create an extraordinary life. And now we have another great guest. Guest, Welcome to Success Unlocked. Will, how's it going, man? Hi, good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Very excited that you're here and talking about something that I know is uh, is uh, very important to you and something you've got a, a really interesting stance on. So we're going to get on to that in just a moment, and that is the topic of self-discipline and motivation and getting stuff done and, and, and well, self, self, self-discipline. Before we do, though, I'm really interested. I ask every guest this. I think success is such a weird thing because it's so different for mm-hmm. everybody. So in your life, what does success mean to you? Yeah, right. So, and I think... Um, I think success is probably one of these linguistic terms that actually points to a whole bunch of different stuff that's important to me. Um, so I'll give you quite a narrow definition, um, but it's one that feels quite pertinent to me at the moment. Um, and that is to say that success is not really a destination, but a process. And it's a daily process of 
being able to follow through on my intentions for for how I spend my time. So um, if, you know, that intention can be anything at all. So if my intention is to sit on the beach and drink beer all day, uh, and that's the thing that I managed to get done, then I've had a perfectly successful day. And if my intention is to uh, get a whole bunch of work done and, and be productive, then if I manage to follow through on that intention, then I've also had a perfectly successful day there. That's awesome because that's got so much flexibility built into it that allows <laughs> you to, to to literally carry yourself anywhere. This is awesome. So let's get stuck into the topic, the meat of this episode, which is all about this idea of self-discipline, something that I openly yeah. have struggled with uh, for most of my life as, a, as an adult leaving school, working for myself, whether that was performing my hypnosis show on touring or um, or doing stuff online or, uh, or running stuff here. Uh, I find it quite easy to put stuff off and maybe not do stuff mm. as, as quickly as I should. So first First of all, let's delve into this thing from one definition to the next. How do you define self-discipline? Um, so I, I have a couple of working definitions and, and I absolutely agree with what you say there, that one of the reasons it's so has been of such interest to me is, is having had to work on uh, strategies for, for accessing it more successfully in my own life, you know, um, you mentioned that I used to be a touring musician and, and you know, how to stick to my practice schedule and that type of thing as a musician was probably the, the first time that I delved into examining this resource. So um, I, I sometimes uh, define it as impulse control. Um, so you have, you know, the, the impulse to... Um, eat a whole bunch of chocolate or, uh, um, you know, uh, whatever it happens to be. And that self-discipline is the, the ability to control that, that impulse, uh, which could also be the impulse not to do something. Um, you know, I can't be bothered with this right now, that, that kind of, uh, impulse. But the, my favorite definition is uh, that self-discipline is delaying gratification. So, um, there's always a kind of a toss-up between uh, cost and reward. When we enact self-discipline, we're accepting some kind of present moment uh, cost um, because we hope that the delayed future reward will be worth it. So, you know, if you go to the gym, it, it costs you time and energy and effort right now, um, but you hope that the delayed future rewards will be worth it. Uh, and by contrast, a lot of the... Um, more negative behaviours that we might engage with are the other way around. You know, some kind of present moment reward, but they carry a delayed future cost. Uh, so that is my favourite definition, delayed gratification. Um, and obviously balance is important because a life spent, a life spent forever delaying gratification would, would also be a pretty miserable life. So it's uh, also enjoying those delayed rewards that you've worked for and, and having a sense of balance there. Um, and then one other definition that I sometimes use, which I've kind of touched on already, is that self-discipline is the ability to follow through on your intentions. Um, so you, you have the intention to do a whole load of positive stuff the next day and, and self-discipline is your ability to follow through on, on that intention. 
So I guess sometimes in life we have a really easy ride because the thing that we need to get done today is a thing that we absolutely just want to do. Like it's our natural state and therefore no self-discipline is required. Just let loose and do whatever the hell that is. But then there are two Mm -hmm. situations aside from that. There are two situations that can manifest themselves. One is I want to do that thing, like eat the chocolate, but I shouldn't. And therefore it Mm -hmm. requires self-discipline or I don't want to do that thing, but I have to like (laughs) a load of work for this deadline that I've got to hit. And therefore I have to do it. And therefore by its very nature, it requires, I suppose it's, it's, it it reminds me of something going all the way back to episode one of the podcast. When I spoke to uh, my pal, Simon Hartley, he talked about how um, we talked about character and character is what you do when nobody's watching was his sort of definition of that. (laughs) And I suppose this is the problem, isn't it? Self-discipline is required when there is nobody else watching and wagging a finger and, and telling us, telling us what to do. So I think this is really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that what you mentioned there is is kind of uh, a kind of a, a holy grail, you know, when you can find something you really intrinsically enjoy about the activity, then self-discipline is no longer required. And, and by the same token, um, if it's an activity that you actually find no pleasure in at all, then you're really unlikely to stick to it. So, so also um, sometimes reframing activities or, or focusing on an aspect of it that, that you can find enjoyable in some way is, is part of the picture here, definitely. I think one of the really interesting things you said there is this idea of the, of cost rewards. So if I do this thing mm. now, there's a cost for me in the moment and now maybe mm. for the next hour or the next day or however, however long that takes. And then that will hopefully get me a reward in the future. Um, do you think that people find it hard to believe the reward will ever come about? Like a thing that hasn't, a thing that's not happening now to me may as well not be real and therefore I can't grasp it. I can't smell it, can't taste it. I don't know what it's going to be. Do you think we naturally worry that that will never come and that's part of the problem i think i think it absolutely can be and i think that depends um on your own mindset and your previous life experiences and and uh, this is something that actually came up in walter mitchell's famous marshmallow test research you know that when he um did the marshmallow test with um you know deprived kids from a from a poorer background um whatever your your innate ability to to delay gratification you know the, these kids just didn't believe that that the things adults promised them were, were ever actually going to come true and so that that can absolutely um you know we, we discounting future rewards happens for a whole bunch of reasons and some of them are more rational than others um and and yeah absolutely not not uh, the the level of partly the level of identification that you have with your future self, but also partly your level of, of belief that you have with um, the likelihood of it coming true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a, a really good point. So where self-discipline is required, we then need to get motivated, I guess. But you you say that, <laughs> like, especially the business world, but the world generally has put a load of <clears throat> emphasis and importance on the word motivation, right? How do yeah. you think we should be thinking about the idea of motivation differently from how we like are told yeah. to? Absolutely. So, um, and I sometimes refer to myself as the, the anti-motivational speaker for this reason. <laughs> but, uh, and obviously motivation is is complex and important and useful. Um, but yeah, I absolutely think that we've placed too much value and, and tend to over-rely on it. Um, and again, I think 
it's a linguistic term that actually covers a whole bunch of different experiences and states, you know, like success that we mentioned earlier. Um, but I'm kind of talking about that, that pumped up, you know, rah-rah type motivation um, here. And I think there's a couple of important ways that we tend to misunderstand it. So um, I think the way we usually expect it to function is that, you know, if we can get motivated, get into this great pumped up emotional state, then that's the precursor to going out and doing loads of great work uh, and getting loads of stuff done. And that's sometimes true, but I think sometimes the chain of cause and effect is the other way around as well. So sometimes it's getting started on the thing that helps you to build the motivation around it. And I think that's why, you know, practical systems and strategies for just getting started on stuff are, are so important. Um, and then I also think we sometimes fail to realize when this state of motivation is most useful and helpful and relevant to us. I think it's really great for getting started on things, um, for getting started on new projects and so on. Um, but I also believe that it becomes harder to access uh, the deeper into a particular project that we get. Um, and so expecting ourselves to uh, constantly get into that state is kind of unrealistic. And then you can have all this self-criticism, self-doubt and think, well, I'm obviously not cut out for this. Um, and also, I think when we over rely on motivation, because it's it's more relevant at the start of something new i think it can push us in the direction of starting a whole bunch of different things and having loads of half finished projects and and things that we were once really fired up about but never quite got finished right that makes sense it reminds me of this <laughs> idea that like if your car breaks down the hardest thing you can possibly do is try and get the car started but once it's moving, mm. it's quite straightforward because you have that. And it's the same with motivation, like getting mm. the motivation to start is the hard <laughs> bit. But like once you're going, it's, it kind of works through it, it works itself and, and it is easier to do. So I want to come on to that in a second, because I think that's uh, I think that's really important. So do you think that motivation is the cure to this problem with self-discipline or is there something else? Like what's the practical steps to say, I've got this thing I need to do, right? Mm -hmm. And nobody's watching me. Maybe, maybe somebody will be watching you. Like maybe you've got to get something submitted uh, by a deadline or a boss needs something from you or whatever. Maybe, maybe there will at some point be somebody breathing down your neck, but you've got mm -hmm. a week to do it. So why, why do you need to do it today? <laughs> so what's the, what's the, what's the steps to getting this going? Yeah. Well, and I think obviously, um, you know, sometimes uh, there are situations in, in which we can raise motivation around something and, and that, that can sometimes be helpful. But I think most of the time what we need isn't really more motivation, but a set of practical systems and um, strategies for making our positive intentions easier to follow through on. Um, so I can cover a few of the main ones of those if that would be awesome. Dive into it. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. I'll um, sit quietly. <laughs> so one of these is uh, an area called implementation planning. And that is, you know, we, we're all quite familiar with uh, the idea of setting goals or, you know, working out where we want to get to. Um, implementation planning, by contrast, is uh, planning how we're going to get started on something or 
planning how we're going to avoid getting derailed along the way. Um, and actually has a much greater impact on achievement than, than simply goal setting alone. So it's kind of a process of thinking, okay, I have all these intentions for a thing that I want to get done. Um, what might go wrong? And then actually thinking how you'll respond to those particular situations. So um, it could be that these are practical things, you know, uh, and it's always a kind of if then uh, construction. So it could be a practical thing like if it's the kids' parents' evening that night, then I'll get it done the following morning instead, you know, just uh, thinking about what practically might get in the way of you following through on something regularly. Um, but they might also be kind of cognitive implementation plans. So um, if I wake up and don't feel particularly motivated or um, don't feel particularly energetic today, then I will use a particular strategy, whether that's uh, something practical or, or a thinking strategy. You know, some people, um, some people have like uh, maybe a, a phrase or, or a, a something they reflect on that, that reminds them of why they want to get it done. And um, that can be a useful implementation plan in that situation. Um, there's, there's one that I come back to again and again and, and find endlessly useful. And that's the implementation plan of focusing on getting started. So if, it, if for example, I'm writing an article, um, that's the thing that I plan to do first thing that morning, and I'm tempted to procrastinate on it, I'm tempted to put it off. I deploy this, this implementation plan of just focusing on getting started. So instead of thinking about the activity as a whole, I'll just open the document and write one sentence. You know, such a, a small amount of activity that I can't really say no to it. It's such an easy thing to get done, but it becomes the wedge into doing the full activity. Um, and that, that for me is a massively helpful implementation plan. I think that's um, really cool. Sorry, go on. <laughs> um, one of the other things that, that I find uh, really helpful is tracking your progress on something, especially, you know, a, tr a new habit that you're trying to establish, something that you're trying to do regularly, like a, an exercise regime or, or a new uh, meditation practice or um, you know a focused piece of work on a project on a, on a regular basis that type of thing um, tracking your progress I think is really helpful for a couple of reasons uh, firstly it, it helps you to build this all-important self-awareness around how the thing is actually going so if you're not tracking it it's really easy to drift into you know days weeks or even months of not really following through on it and not being aware of how long it's been, you know. Um, whereas if you, uh, and what I do is have a, a, a calendar printed out that I actually stick on the wall and I can physically tick off the days that I managed to get a particular thing done. Um, and another um, really helpful thing about doing that is that it brings like a, a small but significant reward into the present moment for, for doing the thing, you know, because it feels good to, to get to tick it off. And, and you also find that, you know, when you get a bit of a streak together, you don't want to break the chain. And so that becomes motivational as well. Um, 
so yeah, tracking tracking your progress is also um, a massively helpful technique. These are great. I'm really interested on your take, having worked with lots of people and I mean, just even not worked with, just met lots of people and studied all of this stuff. I'm curious, do you think that some people naturally just are disciplined and stuff needs to get done and that's the case? Because I know for me, this is a, this is an up and down battle. I'll have days where I'm like, where I'm winning the, the winning the self-discipline thing. And there'll be other days when I'm just absolutely not. And I have to, it's a fight to be disciplined. Do you think everybody's up and down or do you think like some people are just that's the way they are. I think it's quite an individual thing. I think, um, I think, yeah, some people are naturally more impulsive. Some people are, are um, have an innate ability to delay gratification um, more so than other individuals. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's a variable thing. Um, uh, which is why I kind of, you know, focus on uh, primarily on these sort of practical strategies for making things easier because we, you know, um, the way we tend to respond to not managing to follow through on something or, you know, uh, falling off from a particular behaviour that we would wanted to enact is we tell ourselves, oh, I must try harder in future. Uh, next time I'll try harder, you know. And it's kind of crazy when when you think about it because what you're telling yourself in that situation is, okay, the next time I'm in exactly the same situation with exactly the same stimuli and exactly the same thought processes and same emotional states going on, I'm going to magically make a better decision. And, uh, you know, far more effective to actually take some uh, take some steps to change the environment or the stimuli or the cognition or the state in some way, um, which kind of leads into the other um, main thing that I wanted to mention about um, developing self-discipline or, or following through on our intentions. And that is to just make the things we want to follow through on easier to do, um, you know, in practical ways. So going back to my example of writing an article, sometimes uh, if that's my first task for the next day, I'll the night before I'll get it up on the laptop screen and then just put the machine to sleep, and then it's right there staring me staring me in the face as soon as I open the laptop the next morning. So it just makes it that much more likely to happen, just just a little bit easier. You know, if you want to practice the guitar every day, that guitar should be out on a stand in the middle of the room where you're going to see it and not put away in a cupboard where you have to get it out you know so just making stuff easier to do yeah it's great my uh, my mind is buzzing with thoughts about how this would work in my life and actually you answered the <laughs> next question i was going to ask so that's perfect mind reader and everything um literally was was going to talk about this idea of you know if you if something's going quite well like you know you join a gym and you you go in four times a week and you do that solidly for a month and i'm speaking from personal and recent experience here and Ooh. then suddenly you fall off the wagon and you find that three weeks have gone by and you haven't gone to the gym it's really easy to beat yourself up and and train your brain Ooh. to believe you are somebody who doesn't follow through and doesn't get stuff done and you nailed the answer to the question there which is there's <laughs> got to be something there either the 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 situation the thought process the something around it that isn't working and if you can change it to make it easier like maybe you're going to change the routine up at the gym maybe you're going to do this to make it more varied 
I think that is the perfect solution for somebody to avoid yourself from just training yourself to to know that you are somebody who doesn't follow through or doesn't or, or you know or get so far and then falls off the wagon. I, th- I think that's mm. I think that's really really essential. And so so often these are things that we've actually tried to get going a few times in the past, and then each of those experiences has kind of taught us that we're subtly taught us that we don't have what it takes to to commit to it regularly. So. Right. Um, that, that's another um, another instance where focusing on a really small piece of action can be super helpful because each time you set that small intention and follow through on it, you're undoing that learned helplessness. You're teaching yourself the opposite lesson, which is that you do have what it takes to follow through on it. Yeah. Um, you've just reminded me of um, some interesting research by John Norcross who um, has analysed the whole um, pile of data about people trying to create new behaviours. And he actually discovered that there was no correlation whatsoever with how many times a person falls off that behaviour in the early days um, and whether or not they manage to establish it long term, right. which I think is a nice thing to, to remember that, it you know, um, I, and I think it's not, slipping up that matters it's how you respond to that slip right uh, and like you say do, do you respond to, you, to that by telling yourself the story that you're not cut out for it you don't have what it takes or do you just simply notice it happening and recommit that you know the next time the next time you have the opportunity you know that's great he's found data that backs up this idea <laughs> that kids just keep falling over and getting back up and continuing learning to walk right that's, just, <laughs> yeah. that's, all that that's, that's amazing <laughs> Yeah, Listen, yeah. man, I could literally talk about this stuff all day long, and I'm sure we will uh, at some point. Um, for now, I have I have one final question, and that is, uh, across your life, if you look at all of the sort of advice and ideas that you've been given from other people, either professional people from the world of self-growth or just people you know, what would you say is one of the best pieces of self-improvement advice you've ever received, and, and who was that from? Um, I can tell you what the, the most significant experience of my life in terms of that'll do uh, personal development has been and that was um uh learning to meditate under the the teaching of um sally edward from kind mind um uh, i did her eight week uh, mbsr program and that's absolutely life-changing so Amazing. Very cool. Now, Will, if people want to find out more about you and everything that you're doing at Courageous and, and generally find out more about what you're doing, where can they go? Uh, probably is, uh, so one of the things that helps me to uh, take consistent action and, and stop my most valued project from, from crashing uh, is the daily routine that I've created. Um, a simple kind of 20-minute briefing and debriefing that that just helps me to take consistent action each day. So if you want to learn my daily routine, it can be downloaded at bit.ly slash daily momentum routine. Um, that's probably the best way to find out more. Awesome. I'll put the links to that and of course to your main website as well in the show notes where you'll find full details of everything we talked about. You can just get that head over to successunlocked.com forward slash courageous. That's successunlocked.com forward slash courageous. That's where you'll find all of that stuff. Will, thank you so much for joining us. This has been awesome. Great. Thanks, man. 
I loved that episode. And do you know what? That was as much of a therapy session for me as it was for any, as it was a podcast episode for you. Honestly, I think self-discipline is something that everyone on earth suffers with. And even if you haven't quite acknowledged it yet, or maybe you just haven't noticed it yet, maybe now you can start to look at some of the experiences you've had in your life or are having right now and think, actually, do you know what? Maybe I need to nail the way I think about self-discipline. And uh, there's so much gold in that episode. Go back and listen to it again. And you can check out the show notes. Like I said, at successunlock.com forward slash courageous. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, and I know you have, do take a moment to leave me a little review on your favorite podcast player or wherever you happen to be listening to this right now. A five-star review and a few lovely words goes a really long way to helping more people get the benefit of this content. Also, share the link to this episode directly on your social media and make sure to subscribe because we're back here every single week with a brand new content-packed episode just like this one. And I know you've got a busy life. I know that you're going to miss it if you don't subscribe. So if you subscribe, we can notify you, tell you all about it. Smash the subscribe button and I'll see you the same time, same place next week here at Success Unlocked. You've been listening to Success Unlocked. Don't forget to stop by at successunlocked.com for full notes and resources from this and every other episode. Then subscribe so that you don't miss out on anything.